0: Welcome to the Joy of Comics, Year in Review 2015. I'm your host, Rich Lepore, and I am here with... Jordan Alseka. Kevin Schaefer. And we are going to start out by talking about uh, some of the biggest uh,
1: things that happened in 2015 related to comics, right? Yeah, and we're going to have just, you know, what books we read. And uh, comics are tricky just because... Most of us are trade waiters. Kevin's mm-hmm. finally making that switch. Sort of. I'm still... It's inevitable. I still do a lot.
2: It is inevitable, I know. Right now. Well, the thing is, there's so many great image books. And and I also just picked up Faith, number one, from Valiant. So, like, there's still a lot of really good uh, single issues and, you know, smaller storylines. Well, that's story a good lines. thing to do, too. Yeah, and I it mean, is. If like, there's something yeah. that you're
0: really into right, that, right. That, that, that you're not sure is going to get a following, right, right. that's a really good time to jump in. Like, you did sure. with Squirrel Girl... Um, I do with certain books, sure, and sure. you're doing with faith and a couple others. Right. I think that's important um, to do, and also if there's a new Brian K. Vaughn series, that's yeah, a, I think she won because exactly. those go up
1: exactly. Um, the, those do, uh, but you know we love comics. Obviously, I'm working on a comic at the moment. Uh, we've all read comics for years; it's something we love a lot, and. Uh, Shout out to Kelsey Lair, our fourth host. Obviously not on this show, just uh, comics are not something you should to read a lot of. And she will be back for our video games, which will wrap up our big four-part year-end review if you haven't listened to them. TV came out a couple weeks ago, film just came out after that, and now here's comics. Also, apologies
2: for the delay, we had some weather issues a few weeks
1: ago. And some technical it. ones, but and we are back happens. on track. It's a little A, a little
2: B, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little
1: c, d, e, and F. But um, we are
2: here determined
0: to bring you our thoughts and discussions. So. Now, on
1: the year as a whole, and on what our favorite books were this year. And uh, just
0: just because it uh, may be confusing, we're getting our branding adjusted at the moment, but uh, all of this is under the joy of geek heading. That includes the joy of comics, the joy of gaming, uh, the joy of television, joy of TV, and um, what am I leaving out? Film? The joy of film, Film, yeah. If we we go that route. So anyway, so uh, it's all Joy of Geek, but this is Joy of Comics. It's the year in review, and we are ready to
1: rock. Jordan, why don't you kick off this discussion? So, uh, 2015 was a transitive year, I would say. Uh, Was it indeed? Every year kind of is in (laughs) comics these days, but... From the big two, Marvel obviously had Secret Wars, which, right. even before that event was finished, had already kind of reshaped and altered their universe, if not to the full reboot effect of the New 52 from a several years ago. It, it made for a, a seismic shift in a lot of the stories being told and, and injected a lot of new stuff into the world. And and gave uh, the, the reins of
0: pretty much the entire Marvel Universe for a while to Hickman yeah well
1: yeah. If, if he hadn't already
0: had it for years yeah he sort of well, drove yes it and no but i mean he was driving it but a lot of the biggest selling books weren't avengers until it took everything over like those that's books true were, they were doing like 50k each which i guess there were
1: two of them so that's 100k total it but, might not have been in sales but he yeah. was they gave him the reins four years thirty three years ago to very essentially true. just destroy their universe or what have uh, you i mean technically they did right yeah i yeah. mean the, the secret wars event started with the death of the last two, the main Marvel Six One Six and the Ultimate Universe, but right. uh, and that right. led to events that are still pretty recent enough not to be talked about as to what led to the rebirth, right. but. There came a whole slew they, of new number ones. Have they ones.
0: even finished yet?
1: Yes, Secret Wars number nine came, it out. came out. When did it finally come December, out? December, was it? No. I think it was early, early January. January, yeah.
0: Unbelievable. It wasn't was, it
2: originally planned as an eight issue? Eight issues yeah. And yeah.
0: then, like, not only did it get... And it got hugely delayed. Yes, very much. And yeah. juiced up. Yeah. And, I mean, it just became vast. Yeah. But everyone
1: who's read it says it was worth... So, yeah,
0: no, I I saw
2: multiple 10 out of 10 ratings for number nine. So, you know, yeah, it was i was. Not which,
0: is, yet, which like. by the way, critics hate events.
1: Oh, I know, and that's so very that surprising. So that is not when Hickman writes them. Infinity was well-received a few years sure, ago, okay. and then okay. this, this Almost one. Almost
0: all events, yeah. critics are uh, um, generally down on. They read them voraciously. They talk
1: about them, you know, voraciously. Sure. They don't review them positively generally. <laughs> sure, sure. Meanwhile, over at DC, there was a very similar event about, you know, the end of universes that was not as well-received. It no, was indeed not. With convergence. Yeah, right. Um, but in fact, the fact, that the core
0: series of Convergence it was so lowly rated. I mean, it, anyway. So, but
1: Convergence itself led to the DCU. That's Y O U. Is that DCU as in you, Jordan, or DCU as in you, all the of us? reader? You I mean, the reader. point yeah, was yeah. to expand and provide more representation, a wider variety of books, which is admittedly needed, given that the New Fifty Two was kind of plagued by darkness for four years. Well, I you know, I read
2: um, the early stuff in. Doctor Fate and who's a more oh, uh, who's more of a B character. And it was you know, it was a really interesting read. Um Paul Levitz was writing it. Um and you know, there are I mean, as bad even though Convergence was a huge failure, you know, I think it did open some doors for that to do some of the smaller like more creator driven, like
0: smaller stories. That, theoretically um, that sounds great, and I'm not trying to right, steal your right. thunder here. But like they put out all those convergence like trades, like the ones where they collected those Convergence, not sure. the main series, but the side issues, right? Sure, sure. Tons sure. of quote interesting yeah. stuff. Do you plan on buying any of no. those trades? Yeah,
2: I know. That's my, what I'm saying. Like the when they did some of the, the characters, like like I'm gonna get the Martian Man on our trade when it comes out. Um, okay. in a few weeks or so. That has nothing um, to do with Supergirl. Does my, it? Uh, uh, no, doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. But, minor
1: um, minor side. If you hear our cans popping, the mic seems a little hot today for some reason. Yeah, uh, we're getting. The our- mic is hot. We're getting our captain boomerang on sneaking drinks yeah. while dude, we work, dude. When I was uh, when I went to see,
0: um, this is a little uh, I shouldn't I should hardly admit this, but uh, it's not that bad. When I went to see, um, oh my god, I can't believe uh, the big uh, short. Yeah. Uh, I was in this new movie theater uh, locally in Chapel Hill, and I brought in some Diet Coke in a water bottle. Uh, I paid for popcorn, but I, uh-huh. I, I can't pay fifteen dollars no, for food, no, no. so I, I brought in this bottle. I screwed it. I put Diet Coke in a water bottle, though. Uh, like, a, what, like a Deer Park bottle? Right, right. Screwed it tight. Put it in my pocket. Walk in. Movie's just starting. I, I, I pull it out. I'm like, ah, time for some Diet Coke. I start unscrewing it. Pow! Like a oh, bullet goes wow. off. The bottle top <laughs> shoots off into the into the sky. And it sounds like someone popped like the loudest popping can of, I mean, a bottle of champagne ever. That's the whole great. place started laughing. It was great. But it was almost great. like a celebration. The movie's starting. Pop! It was great. Right. Anyway, I just reminded me of it. No um, worries, no worries. While we're on
2: DC, the other major event, um, not in a, a huge universe, but in terms of the Bat universe, which is arguably the only really strong out, a really notable strong outcome of the New Fifty Two since inception that is maintained is Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's Batman run, um, which the major event that, sorry, spoiler alert, but this year is that um, Jim Gordon. Um, it took over the reins as Batman when Bruce Wayne supposedly died, which of course he didn't. But dude, um, but dude, this yeah. thing
0: just irks me because it's like he died laying in liquid, yeah, that yeah. brings people back
1: to life. Yeah, know, yeah he's yeah. like, hey,
0: oh. I'm dying oh, in this life-giving liquid. Uh, well, I think the that's whole... so cheesy.
1: I think yeah. the whole point was to play on the fact that he's obviously not going to stay dead. Right, Well, right. sure, sure, sure. But, I mean, that was, like, Same really, like... Same was period Spider-Man.
2: I mean, they did that.
0: Um But, oh, okay. you know,
2: and what's interesting... I think I'll, it's I'll probably, funny yeah, how, how it is, overtly
0: yeah. obvious it was this time that he was coming back. But beyond, right. beyond the fact that we know there's no real death in comics. Right, right. Almost ever. Sure, sure. <laughs> what's interesting is that... So, Convergence did
2: really poorly... um the whole Gordon becoming Batman was met with extreme skepticism when it was announced. Um, Like a lot of things things Snyder has done. Sure, sure. I mean, I was skeptical about it. Um, I mean, even as a big Snyder fan, I was skeptical about it. And it's turned out to really defy fan expectations. It's been, I thought, I think Super Heavy has been a really enjoyable read.
0: How long? Um, how long is that? Is that? Um, story it, it
2: started in what issue forty-one. It'll run through issue fifty, which will be the final issue. So there's, it's a run. ten
0: issue run. Yeah. Just yeah. Super Heavy of, of
2: Gordon. Yeah, exactly. So, so,
0: so does that mean that because of the news you're about to get to, there's not going to be any more? Bruce Wayne, written by Scott Snyder in Batman. Well, in the yeah, because uh, I mean, I well, I don't know what exactly his plans
2: for issue fifty are. Like, if Bruce will return,
0: sounds like um, to it's this the kind of thing
2: end, you'd want to but, do. Yeah, I would think off, so. You know? um, it's hard to tell exactly what they have planned. After that, he will go to Detective Comics, um,
1: and this is all part of the bigger news. And this is more this year, twenty sixteen, sure, sure, but it's something that's been built towards. Uh, that's. I'll let Kevin explain this current rumor about what's going to be happening at DC with the 52nd yeah. issues of the original books that are still going. So, uh, how many of them are there, by the way? Not a lot.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. It started with New Fifty Two started with Fifty Two books in 2011. Um, that was all planned. It what? was this like massive relaunch.
0: Um, it was really many. cool. I oh, mean, It, it was, got us. It, at least I Green speak Lantern, me and Jordan. I would think. It got us back into most DC. Most
1: of the main Justice Leaguers seem to be all that's left. Right, right. Uh, Batgirl as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Batgirl 52. Yeah. Um, there have been a lot of... Well, Suicide Squad is like, what is it on right now?
0: Like, it's, they had like... Well, that had a Su- squad, squad, so that had New Suicide yeah, a lot Squad. New Suicide Squad, whatever New Suicide Squad 13 right, right now. They, right, right. But they got they went pretty high. They went to like 30. Right, right. 32, maybe. Right.
2: So, New 52 has been around since 2011. The big rumor, which is still unconfirmed, it was originally reported in an article on um, some, I, I didn't think it was a trustworthy site, that's why I thought it was just rumor, um, but Jim Lees tweeted stuff about it, that there will be another relaunch come this summer. Um, it's unspecified as to exactly what this means, whether it, I'm not, Jordan and I were talking about this, so like, we don't think it's going to be a complete, like, do-over all around um, pretty It'd much... It'll be a bizarre decision. It'll be a very bizarre, like, I don't know, so, we can go and talk about this. So, my feelings toward them, uh, toward this is, because, I mean, obviously, New 52 has ran a lot of problems. Um, I don't think their crossover events did well as they'd hoped. Um, they, I think they tried to be, go too big, and they, it just didn't really work. Uh, so, and because it's not, well, I think the reason for that is it's not that reader-friendly when you do these big it's like versions, It's very hard to pick up new readers, whereas New Fifty Two started with the intention of let's bring in a new generation of readers and also pay homage to older stuff. Which, too. as I was
0: saying earlier, is is exactly what it did. Right, like, right. I was reading all, uh, you even more than me, Jordan. We're reading a ton of those. Sure, th- sure. Number ones and sure, yeah, continued sure. those series on for you know sure. eight, ten issues in some cases and, th- until shifting to trades and and still kept reading a lot of them. Think about things like Wonder Woman came sure, out of that whole sure. shit. Sure, right. Um, a right lot of great series off, came yeah. out of that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and I think, and when it started, there was a little more Batman creative, came out of it. Batman came out, and you know, I think there was a little more creative freedom that um, writers and artists had. Now, because they pushed all these big crossover events, it's you get really limited freedom huh. as a creator. I that's my view. But as far as should they do another relaunch? I think it's unnecessary to do a total one. They do need to rethink certain things and maybe um, certain books to be
0: certain. To, to, I mean, DCU I is think... is, a, is flawed from the get go. Yeah, the it game is. sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. DCU a... is freaking lame. Yeah. The idea of a universe is it's got to sound like official and yeah. legit. Yeah, yeah DCU sounds like an advertising slogan, it really not does. like it a legit was. thing. It was, it was
1: just a new line of books that I, I think. I, I, like the, I, like the, thought, I like the
0: theory behind it to try to basically Marvelize some of their books, right? You know, to bring in some of the magic that is the Miss Marvel, the uh, what's the one, um, the foes, Superior Foes, it's Superior Foes, as well, um, man. the uh, uh, you know, Harley Quinn obviously is is a DC book, but but you know that they're bringing in that magic of uh, what was the book Hawkeye, you know, that kind of more ground level, more like we're talking in colloquialisms rather than being like official and gruff and, you know, just bringing more stuff that's relatable. I would think... That would be it, right? Relatability. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: look, to me, this whole relaunch, maybe it is a full, like, universe-shattering reboot, which would be, I think, a pretty terrible idea. It is, yeah. Uh, To me, it just seems like they're copying what Marvel did when they sort of did Marvel now. They're just relaunching all the books at new number ones. And having big status quo shifts that sure. you know provide a new arc for maybe a year, and then sure. they do it again. I mean, that's what Marvel's been doing for the past four years almost, sure. and it's worked really well for them. It's always exciting and easy to get into new books because they make it very clear this is a new status quo, it's a right, new starting right, point. Right, right, and right. I don't think there's anything wrong with DC trying to ape that because... In a lot of ways, pretty much none of the fifth, original fifty-two, except for Snyder's sure. Batman, is the Still same creative team. Yeah, exactly. Like even the ones that are up to fifty-two issues, Action Comics, it doesn't happen anymore. Oh god, it just can, yeah. Just it just doesn't happen anymore. Period. I mean, Superman's changed the most. Even
0: even be, yeah. even uh... Green Arrow's on like its fifth creative. Yeah, team. yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even independent books, it's very rare. I mean, you know, we don't we don't get the hundred and fifty. We don't get the Peter David. Writing X Factor for yeah. like 250 issues, right, right. you know, anymore. That's just not those kind of runs. Just they're just a thing of the past. At least that's how it seems. And Marvel has really, you know, been at the forefront of that being the case. You know, the creators can come in, and you know, it, it, it. What it also kind of reminds me of is is in television, like like series like Fargo or True Detective mm-hmm. that get amazing talent, and they do that because I actually heard Billy Bob saying this about Fargo. He says I was offered TV a lot, but I didn't go to TV because. You'd have to make a commitment to five seasons, six yeah. seasons, if the show's a hit. Yeah. So now, so so anyway, by having shorter, more you know, protracted—is that the right mm-hmm. word? Um, you know, length of season that that's a one one off. Sure. You can bring in higher caliber talent, and and they're more willing to make a commitment. Think about uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick and how she left. Captain Marvel this year Marvel, yeah. because she just looked forward to this huge commitment of at least like, and it would have been even longer than she thought because Captain Marvel's got the movie has gotten pushed back two sure. more years. Sure. And she's like, if I continued now, once this has been announced, I'd basically be locked into doing Captain Marvel for five more years. Yeah. So instead of getting maybe 10 or 15 more great issues out of her that we might have gotten, the weight of it all Made her leave. I mean, I, I'm not her. I don't know her reasons, but that's what she said. She said this was just like, either I leave now, or I wouldn't be leaving for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's another reason is that you can have the mad fractions of the world roll in for these shorter runs. But, you know, very few people want to do what Peter David did. And, and it's not like, you know, I don't know. I think, it's, it's an interesting point.
1: And th- there's... I, I like the old days of the big runs and the 200-300 oh, yeah, issues, yeah. but... There is something to be said for, for sort of that Fargo feel. I mean, The Vision is a book that's just coming out. It's like showing what can still be done in this shorter format. I mean, The Vision, who knows how long it'll be, but it's this idea of a prestige drama in a Marvel book. It probably will be. Is a, it really? A many series. I didn't know of, that. I mean, yeah, it's getting a lot of, of high praise for being, like, what you would see if Marvel did an FX show. Wow. Or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, that's the sort of stuff what, that what can happen when you don't right feel now? that huge the commitment. Vision? yeah. Uh, uh, three, or three or four? Yeah, that's
2: what I thought, yeah. Very wow. early. Okay. Yeah. I really want to read it. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, it's getting a lot of praise. And maybe that's maybe that's part of it. Maybe they're like, okay, I'm not committing to a six-year run or sure, something. Sure, right. I can just tell my story and get out. And I think it's okay that that happens. It's built into the system well, now a little bit. What, what, what's really
0: appealing about it, to me, is a end, guaranteed ending. Well, and that's the so thing. pissed. One of the books I'm going to talk about loving this past year I'm like never gonna get over the fact that I'm never gonna get an ending to this book ever, yeah, not okay. ever, never. I think I might know what book. Oh, yeah, so. I know you do. I know you do, <laughs> and that's just that's just a bummer. I mean, and Walking we, Dead is gonna be like that, too, you
1: know. I mean, well, like, yeah, but that it for a different reason. Yeah, I know. But that's right. gonna be because it's gonna go on for fucking ever. Right, right. Walking this, Dead has a perfectly legitimate endpoint if you want to stop reading it.
0: Right, I know, sixty or whatever. I know, um, but I know. Believe, believe me, I understand that. But 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 I'm not talking about that's 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 embarrassment of riches. That's great. Right, I'm right. talking about embarrassment of of non riches. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> of not getting to to ever see anything end. And when you're in like when you're in TV and your show ends, maybe you'll get a comic. That's the hope, like Buffy or something, to continue sure, the sure. series. But sure. when you're down a rung to comics, I mean, as far as prestige <laughs> and money, there's nowhere to go down. What is there? Put a plot synopsis on the internet. And it that's happens. the only way you're going to... It does. It's the only fucking way you're going to find out whatever happened those characters. I still, I still
1: characters. want Cullen Budd to do that for his Venom run. Because he got right? cut off at the knees and I was so upset. I hate
0: cut off at the knees. The same thing with Dennis Hopeless and the Avengers Academy and the really, really ill-fated, poorly conceived Avengers Undercover. And and I haven't f- quite finished that because I don't want it to end in my mind. And I know it's not going to be a satisfied ending. Mm. I know they cut him off at the knees and made a 12-issue run, 10 issues... When, 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 I, it's just yeah. such a dumb decision. Yeah. It's such
1: a, oh, oh, it just still irks me. All right. Sure. Okay. sure. Uh, sorry. So on the more positive, though, I do like that there were a lot more diverse books this oh, year. Oh, absolutely. Like, right? if there's one thing 2015 did a great job of, it was a huge oh, number gosh. of female-led books. That's what I'm saying. You know. Uh, well, no, so I was just talking about Faith a few years
2: ago. That, I saw an article saying that it already got a third printing. I mean, like. Uh, that's that, awesome. And, and What and the thing, is Faith? Fade it's is a Valiant. She's yeah, one of the Valiant heroes, yeah. from She originally appeared in Harbin. Who's you know, writing like, it, though? I don't know. Actually, writers, yeah, I can't maybe. remember the creative oh. team
1: on it. I, I've seen ads for it. I, I would like to read the character getting sure. into the series is a cool thing. But, yeah, that's think, just part when, of it.
2: You think about it two,
1: like, female heroes written by
2: both females and males and written well. I mean, obviously, like, Miss Marvel is fantastic, um captain marvel I, was fantastic right right um,
1: maybe
0: still will be right
2: and actually I, the, the run got, so
1: far is getting good reviews okay go i've ahead.
2: got several books on my top three with you know strong female leads and all that and it's a really cool thing to see a lot of diversity coming in um huck is about a disabled superhero i mean you know like there's a lot that has been a huge strive in terms of um and, it, and i don't feel like it's been forced you know and a lot of the like it's it feels really natural it's organic um, yeah.
1: more creators in absolutely to tell more stories sure. cage sure. and power fist are coming back sure and they're having creators of color female creators sure. uh creators with disabilities getting to tell by um T-N-Ha- am i am i saying it right tenehase coates
2: the political writer yeah yeah. i mean that's awesome you know well, who's
0: writing it
2: what book black panther
1: you
0: know
2: coates is running black panther yeah yeah Wow. Yeah. Wow. And Ryan Coogler is going to direct the movie, so that's just like... I
1: think perfect. that cuts back <laughs> to the, you know, maybe he just has an idea for 12 issues or something. It exactly. Just cuts back to that idea of he doesn't and have to commit. Because yeah, exactly, that guy exactly. certainly
0: isn't going to do a run
1: no, forever. No, because
2: he, yeah, he writes for the Atlantic, you know, like, there's no way he could do... Yeah. Maybe he'll fall in love with comics, though, not one of
0: these. It's, it's possible. Yeah, uh, it's yeah no, no, possible. No, sorry, politics. Gerard Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, um. Anyway... Yeah, it's 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 definitely an interesting uh, field out there, and then that doesn't even scratch the surface of of what Image is doing. I mean, oh my gosh! I yeah. mean, Image is a whole other thing that's evolved in twenty fifteen. was Just like twenty fourteen.
1: What a great how year! How many
0: books have they put out in the past year? A few months. It's just it been
1: feels crazy. Like countless when you every week it feels like there's a new Image number one yeah, trade dropping, yeah, yeah. as well as a bunch of Image new number one issues. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I was at the store just a few weeks ago, and it was like. Here are two image trades. It was like Starve and Southern Cross, and I'm like, Didn't these yeah. just get announced. Yeah, there's already trades. Southern Cross now. is actually really good. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I, I got the trade for that, and I read oh, it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Really, really enjoyed it. I mean, That's there's just so book. much, so much great stuff coming from Image. Sure. A lot of other publishers are starting to rise. Valiant's obviously been building their brand yeah, a lot. Yeah, We're gonna see will. with the films coming, we'll certainly see more from Valiant. Them. Is
2: really, I mean, you know, for having done a reboot that was extremely successful or what a couple years ago mm-hmm. um and they have done some amazing work for i love archer and armstrong um bloodshot not my favorite but i like um you know their main like sort of crossover events like the valiant and book of death they're great um quantum and woody they have some really good stuff
0: they're putting out yeah there's there's a lot of good things going on um yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I tend to be a real huge image guy. I love, sure, sure. I love, uh, you know, creator-owned books, and sure. and that there's a place where you know creator-owned is the fact that creator-owned is thriving so much and so well, and the fact that there's just so many amazing books coming out. I mean, it's great. It's really, it's really a great time Absolutely. to be a comics reader and a comics,
1: you know, writer for, for for new talent. Right, right. So that raises the question of what books did we connect with the most in 2015? Okay. Great. And so we're going to move into our top three. Uh, we'll also have the book we wish we'd read because, again, like we said, we're trade waiters uh, heavily. Yeah. Uh, if not entirely. And that means there's a lot of books that came out in the later half of 2015 that we just haven't had a chance to read yet. Sure. Or if we have, they just came out in trade, and right. we can only afford so many trades right, in a right. given period. Right. Uh, so we'll have that, and we also have some honorable mentions. But to start, uh, we'll probably do our number three favorite book of the year, and we're going to start with Kevin.
2: So my number three, shouldn't be a huge surprise if you've been listening to podcasts recently, um, is Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughan and um, Cliff Chang. So this book, and it was recommended to me, a guy at the store um, a few months ago, and, who said, you know, because he had been, he had always liked Saga, but wasn't as into it as everyone else. But he handed me this one and said, this is my favorite book on the shelves right now. Wow. And I love it. It's um, I, I described it a little in the, one of the in previous podcasts. It's basically uh, Stand By Me meets World Other Worlds. It's about these newspaper. Rich,
0: you just read it. I did. Well, you you yeah. wrote it to me, and, and it, it is fantastic. Sure. Um. There's I so mean, much. He's along- just so I'm, adept. Right. 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 I <laughs> mean, he's just such a deft hand. Right. Right. I, it's it's just like his 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 uh, two page spreads yes. are like I can't even believe like the things he chooses. He chooses a girl just kicking out of her house. Right to go on her bike ride to to deliver papers as the first big two-page spread. Nothing huge, no explosive action. Mm -hmm. Two-thirds of it is just the background. But it's, it's the... It, it, it just it does something to you emotionally. When you flip the page and you see that, it's just like he's just an expert. He just knows what works. He's well, just a talented, talented fucking guy. And the art, you know, has, it oh, compliments him, you know, phenomenally. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. But
2: I was just thinking, it's such a personal book for him, I think, because he grew up in a small town. It's 80s set. It's about these um, newspaper delivery girls, and um, they Ooh. get it into this, they come across this weird extraterrestrial mystery going on in the town. So it just feels like this classic eighties movie. The aesthetic is there. I love the characters and Vaughn's dialogue is just flawless here. That's right. and so, you know, and I think there it you know, there's some books where you have like a team of character new characters and by the end of it you're like, wait, okay, so which one was she? Which one was she, you know? this one you close the first issue and you know who is Aaron who is Mac who's
0: Tiffany. Who I was, who is that, that was gonna be my next my next point exactly. was that was that the book it does an amazing job I mean partly of that is that he did a you know a huge like 48 page first issue sure, sure. which is his his tendency I think right, right. Mm-hmm. stand on guard is that way that book is that way saga was totally that way right, right. I mean that's his new way I because that a he's giving you a huge value sure and B he's letting you really get into the world quickly sure. Um, you know, a lot of people might not pick up the second book. So right. he's in a position where he can do that, and so he does. It right. makes a lot of sense. But that aside, even if it was 24, I think he would have been able to really give them all, or 22 or whatever, give them all individual personalities amazingly quickly Absolutely. and well. Um, one thing I really loved, I wish he'd even been bolder with the decision, but there's a point where, the lead, not the lead girl, but the most dominant girl. Um, Mac. With, huh? Mac, yeah, yeah with yeah, the red yeah, hair yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. the smokes. Uh- she makes some anti, like uh, anti- homophobic comments uh-huh. about uh, HIV and using you know the F word, not F U C K, but but right. derogatory towards towards uh, homosexuals. Right, right. And uh, when I read it, I was like, that's bold. Yeah, and yeah. I really liked it. And I, I I actually wish on the next page he hadn't had to like have some, one of the other girls chide her for it right. I, I I, mean it would have been okay if they looked uncomfortable about it because they didn't agree <laughs> but I wish he didn't have to beat this girl didn't give him like a speech on the next page well you shouldn't say that because right, you know right. it's not really spread that way and I, I don't know I wish that didn't happen I really like when people are willing to let characters be imperfect and sure, say sure. things that are not great you know what I mean like sure. that mackerel is not you know what I mean like that's where she comes from that's sure. the environment she comes from when you go to her house you see it yeah. Um, so anyway, that aside, I think he might have gotten a lot of flack, and he right, had to be right. careful. And I understand that. So that's probably why that happened. I wish we lived in a world where people could say crazy shit when be, when they're doing when they're representing a character, right? Right. And right. you can't just say horrible shit and get away with it, and nobody, can, you know what I'm saying? Right. 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 But I, I, anyway, I, I for the for the sake of the art, at least he went there sure. and he showed us the kind of person that this is. And you know, she has her point of view as to why she says it. I mean, it's not really defensible, but regardless, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. She has her reasons, right? And I really like that. And all the characters. Do things that are not necessary. Well, a couple of them so far have done things that are not necessarily perfect. You know, what no, I mean? they're very. I mean, these are adolescents, and they
2: have very relatable struggles. Um, Even though there is this big, you know, sci-fi mystery going on. So cool, um, too. Yeah, mystery. it is. Yeah, but really, the only thing with that is I'm. You know, and this isn't really a criticism. It's just like I, we're kind of approaching the end of the first arc. I think issue five comes out this week. I'm still. You've at read four. I have read. I've only read three. Um, yeah, right. I'm still, 4 still leaves you with more questions than answers. Um, So I'm, you know, um, which is fine, you know. I mean, Vaughn is just like that. He has these complex world building. You have to do it. Yeah. Once you explain everything,
0: like I've always wanted, in a lot of shows and a lot of books, I'm always like, boy, I want all the answers. But often when you get them, you see why people don't give you all the answers. Sure, sure, sure. Because it's like, ooh, that's that's it? Right, right, right. (laughs) Now what? Right. Blacklist is kind of like that.
2: Right, right. But I mean, I love the characters. The art is fantastic. It's great storytelling and world building. So I can't wait to see this one continue.
0: Uh, is five, is it gonna be five or six? The last?
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, like I mean, I mean, I think it's gonna be an ongoing series. Well, I no, don't no, think, sure, yeah. but okay. I, I think five will end this arc. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But because well, you, know, you know,
0: arc ends usually have sure,
2: sure info. Five or six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I haven't read the uh, Paper Girls yet. I'm actually behind on Brian K. Vaughan in general, just because again, trade waiting. Yeah. So I haven't read that. I haven't sure. read the Trade Private will... Eye or. We stand on guard. But, yeah, okay, I know yeah. the trade's not too, too far no, out, actually. Yeah. So I'm for looking forward to checking guard. in on that. Uh, no, for for Paper Girls. Because I think, yeah, I think five is the end of the first I'm pretty part. sure, yeah. Oh, and it would uh, make
2: sense, like, with the button.
1: So, yeah, I'm looking forward to reading that. Uh, I don't really have much to say on it. Though I will say, of his three, that is the one that most interests me. Uh, from knowing oh, what I know yeah. about your tastes, you'll love it. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking forward to checking out Paper Girls uh, down the road. Awesome. Cool. Not to mention Cliff Chang. Is amazing. That's what oh he's my doing gosh. Yeah, Cliff right? oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Chang yeah. is amazing. So yeah. as an he's artist, Wonder I've Woman, said right? It. Yeah, he was on Wonder Woman. He Wonder was, Wonder was at NC Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Rich, I guess that brings us to, what's your number three favorite um, book? Okay, I am going to go with the one I was alluding to previously, oh boy. <laughs> which
0: is Effigy. Um, okay. Is that oh, what you thought it was going to be? Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought it was going to be. <sighs> this is Tim Seeley's other book. Um, I mean, maybe he has other others, but this one... It's very much similar to revival it's in a very lot of ways. similar to revival uh, and the problem with it for me is I actually like the themes in it even better I love the idea it's basically a book about Scientology it doesn't look like it's gonna be when you pick up see I, I got the first couple issues in, in in issue issues and basically it's like space cops. Which is my favorite thing on the planet? It was like Space Cops, but she's a cop in real life, and she's trying to live down the reputation she had because she did a sex tape after ending her sci-fi space cop series, you which know is I mean?
1: essentially Power Rangers. Right? Should yeah. Be pointed out, not like a, not, sci- yeah. a legit sci-fi show. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, but
0: but but it also, but at the same time, what you start to find out in issues maybe three, two later, in two, and then three is that actually that show was much like uh, uh, that. What's that movie starring? Um, uh, if you if you know what I'm talking Battlefield about, Battlefield Earth. Yes. Oh my God. Well, it was. I was gonna insane. be blown away, and I'm blown away. That is what I was gonna that say. That is with John Travolta's Travolta.
1: love letter to Scientology. Right.
0: That so. was what I was. Oh my God. You just blew my mind. Yes. <laughs> it's 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 like Battlefield Earth in that it is sort of inspired by the tenets and the mm-hmm. ideas of Scientology. Uh, and in this, it's I forget the name of the of the you know pseudo religion. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, a new Soda religion by this guy, and, and then there's, like, these, these, these teams you start to find out later that are, like, going around defending the true religions from the unpure religions and all this really cool shit. Now, from the cover of it, it looks like Power Rangers-y, it looks, like, really light and, like, fun, um, it's just, it's, it's mismarketed, probably, um, but at the same time, it's a phenomenal book, and I don't understand... Why? And there's so many great mysteries and it's so fucking intriguing. And Vertigo has, like, no books out and I don't understand why he wasn't allowed to continue it. Yeah. With all the success he's had with Revival, he gets to put out one trade and before the trade even hits the stands, everyone knows the book's not continuing. Like, why? These things, yeah. they, 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 they they drive me crazy. Think that what... series has so much potential. It's so good!
2: What else has Vertigo done recently? I mean, the Sandman overture...
0: A bunch of, the, like, five to ten part series. Okay. Like, The Kitchen... Like, um, what's the one about the uh, the nameless, the name, the names, or the names? And okay. then there's uh, there's another one, uh, the bodies or bodies. It's called a bunch of like miniseries, okay. and then they also have a couple ongoings. Another one that just ended or is just ending um, with that cop girl, uh, Ridge. Uh, um, what's the one? Uh, it's um, oh oh, Coffin Hill. Yes, Coffin Hill. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, Coffin Hill, and then um,
1: Hinterland is another one that they uh, that they have, which is actually a really good book. I think that's like their main ongoing at this point, really. I mean... That's and, the one I see the most and uh, hear about the most. And then what's it called, um, the, the one that was really big, Tommy Taylor. Um, oh, Unwritten. Well, yeah. that ended, yeah. I mean, right. all their big ongoings have ended. Everything's Fables over. Fables just oh, ended. Oh,
0: Suiciders yeah. is, 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 has been like semi-well received. And then what did they do? They go and they put a hardcover trade out for it. <laughs> So it's like $25 for like 80 pages. And I'm dying to read it, but man, is that expensive. I mean, they just, it's like they don't give a fuck. And I don't get why. I don't get why. You have such a great, it's a great brand to like put out like 10 to 15 series that are like fringy, the fringier side of DC. I just don't get why they don't want that. It's just Uh such a, it's such fertile ground. Now I do understand it's probably really hard to attract creators.
1: Now that image is what it is. It yeah. gives you
0: what it gives you, right? Sure. But there's so many new creators that they could be giving a shot to. that would be willing to sign away their rights, right.
1: some of their rights. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. For the
0: press, for the freaking right, wouldn't you? Yes. You know, of I'll sit- <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. If I could get published by DC in any form, yes, I would be <laughs> like, no, take have connection
0: to everybody. I mean, it would be <laughs> it would be amazing. So there's just so and there's so much talent out there, uh, you know, yourself included, Jordan. That. That could be utilized, and it just really bums me out that they're not utilizing that talent properly. Um, they're very risk averse, it seems. That effigy is a good example of that. And uh, I don't know. I just love that book. I love the mysteries in that book. Luckily, they give it like a like a like a thirty five percent conclusion by the end. Like you know, it's she, a weak. One. It's yeah, but but at <laughs> least at least like there's like a, a screenshot or whatever of like three characters, the main characters in the book, like almost like the movie poster of what the rest of the series would be. Yeah, and that's like. On one hand more painful, but on the other hand, at least it's like a now I know my mission. I will go on. So it's like, okay, that's kind of a little bit of a ending, right, right. like of the first part in a trilogy, but whatever, you know sure, sure, so sure. anyway, that book is fantastic. I recommend you read it. it's it's still worth reading, even okay. though nothing is gonna
1: come of it anyway. okay yeah, I, I am in agreement. I'm bummed. Just because it felt, it was great. I, I blew through it. I enjoyed it's, so much it's, of it. It's uh, so
0: interesting. And it's, and
1: like, Revival
0: is such a hit, and it is so not. Revival's an image.
1: Yeah. And I think there's just a lower overhead with image, yeah. given how they operate. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, there is that. Uh, so for me, my number three is actually a webcomic. Uh, I read a lot of webcomics just okay, because that's really. If I'm being honest, going back, that's probably where I started reading comics more than, like, around the time I was getting into Runaways at Marvel. Right. You're right. still reading stuff like Bob and George and RPG World on uh, different sites like Keen Spot and just their own hosted ser- uh. servers. Um, and I've always loved webcomics and in a year where i didn't get to read a lot of books that came out this year webcomics come out every like 2 to 3 days with right. a page so yeah. in one area where you're not as current in another
0: you're the most current yes
1: i mean i'm pretty much i'm caught up on pretty much every webcomic i read I, I regularly read about 12 13 different webcomics okay. um you got them tabbed it's cool yeah yeah that, that's essentially all that my tabs are on uh, my favorites bar is just webcomics uh, after sites like too. ign and whatnot. yeah uh, but for me, the web, the two my two favorite webcomics, one is Multiplex, which is kind of an honorable mention. It's about the workings at a movie theater. But my yeah. number one is D20 Monkey by uh, Brian Patterson. Okay. It's still so rocking the house, huh? It probably had its best year yet uh, wow. this year because what D20 Monkey is about, uh, and it helps that just about a year and a half ago, Rich and I got way into D&D and have become much bigger uh, tabletop role players, but it's essentially about that. It's about a game group, and it's been going for a few years now, but... It's done a great job of developing its characters and developing its world both in and out of game. Uh, one of the things that D20 Monkey does really well is it, it'll have arcs that are based around the characters and their actual lives, but then it'll have long in action, in-game action, in action arcs that also... Gildish. Yeah, sort of like that. Um, but what D20 Monkey did really well over the past year, year and a half, I don't know exactly when it started, is it's really put its characters through a much rougher time of real-life shit getting in the way. Which I think, you know, anyone who plays games or has that kind of group knows about. Um, the main character experienced a severe injury, breaking his knee. And then there was a lot of issues dealing with suicide and self-doubt. That Not a out. broken knee, Jordan. That's a major thing. It's pretty big, I guess. You can't walk right anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, break your
0: knee, see. I don't want to. <laughs> no, you no thank you. No, it's, it's but just in the, just the point overall is... scheme of things. The broken knee is like, anyway,
1: all right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Go ahead. Coming off the knees. Uh, well, I enjoy D Twenty Monkey because it's it, <laughs> a webcomic. comic. Uh, it just does a really good job of dealing with a lot more severe issues than you might think, while also yeah. still being very funny. Um, and yeah, I lost my train, so I'm just going to end there. But no, if you no, haven't no, read no, no, D-Twitty no, 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 no. Don't, uh, don't let me kill check you it with out. That. It's a great one that does a lot of great humor what, based around what are, role playing.
0: What, Let me start you in this direction, because I am curious. What is the... How do they do the role-playing? Like, I know that... I haven't watched it yet, but Magicians, the book and the show, is all about, like, they're... They're they're at this... There's, like, the real world, and then there's this magic world. Yeah. Is it kind of like that, where you go into their, like, D&D
1: fantasy world? Yeah, very much every arc shifts into, like, showing which... Character is playing what character on the table, and then it'll just go long periods. Like the big thing with the Twenty Monkeys, they have the main character has created his own setting called Carthoon, and they actually had a Kickstarter to do a source book for that, awesome. so that real people can role play in that world, awesome. which I'm actually looking forward to. I've always, I, I've always flirted with the DMing myself. It's very intimidating, but I, I would want to do that if we could get a game together. Um, and so he's done a lot of work developing that, and just showing those characters in game does a good job of fleshing out. Uh, and it's just a really fun series as far as showing off RPGs. Um, it's got a lot of great humor, it's got great characters, and I, I think it's worth checking out just because it has evolved a lot over the past few years since it started that's from awesome. a gag-a-dage script into something that's more narrative-driven and long story arcs. It's only uh, been a couple years. I feel uh, I've like heard that name forever. It probably start. Well, yeah, I guess what's a few years now? <laughs> it, it, it's right, easy right, to lose track. Right. Probably late... Probably two thousand eleven or twelve it started, so okay. I guess four or five years. Okay, yeah, that's still only a couple years. No, no in the grand you. scheme of things, when web yeah. comics run have now some, been running since the nineties. Some of the ones you've read even have been on a long list. Yeah, time. Multiplex, for example, has been two thousand five is when it yeah, started. So a long time. that's eleven years. That's, that's quite a while. Uh, so yeah. for me, that's my number three. Awesome. Uh, and now I guess we'll do our one other category, so that we're kind of breaking up our three, two, one. Uh, what did you wish you'd read this year?
0: Okay. That's gonna be a quick
1: one. Kevin, I think might have read a lot. I read a lot, but I still do need to get to the new run of Batgirl, the okay. um,
2: Cameron Two one. So I'm still on Gail Simone's, which is fantastic, and I know yes, you recommend it. it in I Cameron love Gail Stewart, Simone's so run. That's the thing, and I mean, I love I love what they've done with Batgirl in recent years, um, adding the element of you know her trying to um, come back from after being injured by the Joker, although you know re- rehashing the Killing Joke storyline, mm-hmm. um, becoming Oracle, and now she's trying to re assimilate. Um and become that girl again, deal with her personal demons. I like how it just dealt with that in a way that didn't feel like it was forced or cliche or anything yeah. like that. It just, um, know, yeah, Gail Simone did a great job with the character, both in terms of dialogue, um, story-wise, everything. So I do really want to get to the newer run.
1: The new run is, uh, and I will say, Gail Simone is probably my favorite comic writer working today. It's Mm -hmm. her and Brian K. Vaughn are my top two. Um, I don't think that's a controversial top two. No, not at all. (laughs) But, yeah, I, I love Gail Simone. Um... Her Birds of Prey run is why Black Canary is my favorite DC character. Uh, It's very much a case of total whiplash. I think that's obvious. Just reading Batgirl as you are now and then seeing what's coming. That first trade that I read was an extreme case of just like, wow, this is different. I remember when
0: you read the first two issues and then we were talking about it, the first issue or two, and you were like, this is tough. Like It is really tough to see Black Canary in this new light. And then by the end of it, uh, and you were genuinely conflicted. It felt like, from
1: my perspective, and then by the end of it, you you were you bought in. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just what you have to do. I think it's a thing comic fans have a hard time doing. And I think I've now been reading comics long enough for those big shifts to feel like big shifts. Sure, sure. Uh, that's why I'm interesting. You know, what will
2: happen to Batman when Snyder leaves? You know, yeah. Like, but what, you know,
1: yeah. I mean, this was just a very severe case. Sure, like, sure Whoever I'm takes going... over Batman yeah. isn't probably going to make him yeah. a you know underwear model. Right, living right, right in a high rise while also fighting crime yeah, with a yeah. robot dog. I mean, right. you know, that's kind of the seismic shift that yeah. it felt like with that, Bat- that, yeah. that sounds, Batman. Batman will idea. still probably be a broody billionaire who right, right. Know, beats up dudes. At sure. Night. Sure. Uh, but yeah, Batgirl is probably a really good choice because I, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, no, it does take while, a minute. I'm
2: it, looking forward to it, but uh, I just got to, I'm collecting all those in trades.
1: Right.
0: Awesome. Uh, Rich uh, So I have uh, a couple um, because I didn't get to read nearly as much as I wanted to last year last year was a crazy year for me. Um, I would say I'm gonna read I'm gonna say these pretty quick. Uh, I really would like to read the Batman Gordon Run. Um okay, yeah. uh what did you super say it's called? Heavy. super heavy I'm really interested in that I have the I first... don't know
2: when the trade will come out cuz like I said it's uh, but if you want to borrow my issues
0: you're welcome to Okay cool and so I read the first um first issue and then and I really liked it sure, and sure. that's as far as I got um the but you I, read Endgame I read then? Endgame cool. yeah yeah nice. and then and then the first issue of, of the new run nice. um so that so I'm really interested in reading that mm-hmm. um Suiciders, for some reason, has always. Like, I'm telling you, I'm a vertigo nut. I want some vertigo to be good, man. Yeah. Uh, I really want to read Su- Suic- Suiciders. I checked out like the first four or five pages. I don't remember where the preview was. Maybe in the back of another vertigo book or something. And I really dug what I, maybe I even bought the first issue. Maybe I did. But I really dug what I was reading and I really want to read more. It's a really cool, like, uh, you know, alternate future, mm-hmm. you know, or, or maybe the future. Probably not, but, yeah, who knows, but that <laughs> yeah. there's these being right, here. anyway, um, so I want to read that, um, I want to read The Vision, uh, yeah, I really yeah. want to read that book that you just, and that just became on my list, I really want to read that, uh, and
1: then I want to read more Grayson, I love Grayson, uh, I you read know, it the took a trade. big shift recently, I don't know if you would heard, no, they, they're the, I, I forget exactly what, it's, he's, I honestly I forget, I know he's not like a straight there, up but, super spy yeah, anymore, yeah, 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 Okay. So, so that storyline's over, I guess. I don't. really Who knows? Know where, they're about to maybe they, relaunch. So yeah. maybe they're just throwing. Whatever all the, at the side wall.
2: books are like Redhead and the Outlaws and Grayson and all that. Like I don't know what's going on there, but yeah. You know.
1: Well, anyway. just to give you a little more, because I don't know if you looked up the Vision at all. Basically, the premise of it. Is I, I don't really know how it comes across because he's still a superhero in other books, right, sure. but he moves to the suburbs and like creates <laughs> his own android family of like a wife and two teenagers. Okay, the cover has
2: yeah, I know the cover It looks like it's like him in a
1: sweater vest with like his wife and two yeah. kids standing and like hot dogs door. on the
0: on the grill or yeah, something. yeah.
1: There's like a mailbox that says the Visions on it. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, it sounds amazing. Yeah, I, know.
1: Yeah, I am interested. Maybe that
0: uh, artist, Chris Visions, is like, the, or that writer, or whatever. <laughs> also, He's also just Mar- like, That's my house. Martian Manhunter is on mine too, but I'm waiting for the trade. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, uh, I just want to read more Grace, and I love what I've read of that run. I'd like to read more. Love to read more Harley Quinn. Uh, yes. when, uh, I really would. I really like the first trade. i yes. like to read more of that. Yes. Um... Yeah, that's those are my wish I'd
1: read. Cool. All right, Uh, for me the big one because I know it's like a three act story and most of it came out, if not all of it. I don't actually know if it's done, but uh, the fade out. I would really like to read the fade out, and I think you've read the first issue of that. I've read the first trade. You've read the first trade, and I mean you like it, right? Yeah, I might talk about that in a little bit. No, 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 no.
0: It's 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 a it's a great book.
1: I I love what Brubaker and Phillips do together. Uh, They're big. You love it. I mean, no, no, no. Rich is probably the that king. That is my freaking series, man.
0: Those guys, I've read every criminal issue. I love some Brew. Brub- anyway, go ahead. Yeah,
1: no. I've, I've read a lot of criminal. I like that a lot. Um, I like Baker in general. I've been reading Velvet. I need to get the next two trades of that. That could have been on this I, list as well. I have, a, I have in general. too. Yeah, You're um,
0: getting into Baker. You, for a long time, are resistant, man. I know. I was a long I, I time are. I was trying to get you to read Brubaker, man. Really, you were? Yeah.
1: There's a lot of I've read of him lately that makes me like him more. Uh, Because I've obviously I read a lot of his Captain America run on Marvel. Right, right. I love that
2: they gave him a cameo in Winter Soldier too. Yeah, that was good.
1: Uh, Hard to see, but yeah, he's there so yeah but the, the theme of the fade out really oh dude really I love when Hollywood. I saw that
0: typewriter dude and it was Hollywood Noir by Brubaker and Phillips
1: I was like ah
0: look at that it's like blood coming up the typewriter ah. yeah
1: so I think the final trade is not too too far out or I forget if they're starting act three or finishing act three I,
0: I didn't know that it was that close to being done
1: yeah I think it's a, they, they set it up like a three act thing that's apparently. awesome, so that's it's awesome. I didn't know it was up. that fina- that soon uh, yeah I mean they've been, they've been dabbling in those shorter things like Fatal was only what like 24? 24 yeah yeah, yeah they're, they're shortening down and that's good that's what you know that's the mark i guess of, it's of, actually oh. extending for them because mainly like criminal was just a bunch of like like five issue
0: arcs. yeah five and six issue arcs. Uh, that's
1: true uh that's true but so yeah fade out would be mine i i, I just would like to read more brubaker phillips in general and that's the awesome. one that's calling oh that's out. the
0: one dude that's the one um
1: anyway yeah. all right so now we're moving on to our number two our exactly. second favorite book of the year kevin what do you got
2: my number 2 is another one like another image book that came out toward the tail end of 2015 Monstrous. But uh, have you heard about it? I've heard I've of, it. Heard of it. It, yeah, it. I saw it, it on fin- some okay. list. Dude, we just right got a
0: twist. That's we fantastic. just got a twist from Kevin. Um, I did not see that coming, <laughs> like, dude. I was uh, just going through the lists of the 2015 make sure I didn't forget anything. Right, right. And I saw Monstrous This and Monstrous That and Monstrous do 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 do.
1: Now, is it fairly recent?
0: Yeah, oh, oh, it yeah. came in, like, I think November was the first oh. issue. First issue
2: was another over... It was, like, 60 pages. Oh, wow. Song. It was an oversized uh, number one. Number oh, two, dude. Okay. The two issues came out in 2015. Number three just came Does out. Does it have like, twists and
0: shit? Ago.
2: Yeah, it's like... Oh, I mean, dude, I gotta read it. So, it's basi- it Basically, short premise, it's set in the aftermath of a war between humans and... This sort of weird supernatural um, weird creatures, um, and the main character, she's captured at the beginning by this human cult, um, and is seeking revenge and also trying to get to the root of her mother's murder. I um, <gasps> So, oh my so, god, it sounds so good. Right. Oh, it's me ama- the. I mean, so. The best way to describe it is like they're already. As soon been a as we're of, done with this, I want to see it. Okay, definitely. A lot of Kill Bill comparisons. Also, I'd say Kill Bill meets Legend of Korra. Like that's how I would describe it. Because I mean, the mm. mythos is all very rooted in Asian mythology. So it's written by Marjorie Liu. I think I think I'm saying that right. I hope I am. Um, and Sana Takada. I'm sorry. I apologize to the creators if I'm butchering your name. So, um, You're amazing though. So like it's uh, amazing work. But so it's rooted in that. It has this sort of um it's a dark fantasy so it has a really gritty aesthetic to it um but and it is a very complex mythology it's somewhat obtuse not to the extent of like like i read um also the first volume of warren Ellis' injection which was very obtuse and It was interesting, but it was very. very, It was very like hard to get to. This one, there's a complex like Game of Thrones level mythology to it, but it's still it's not like impossible to unravel.
0: Like that's the uh, best. The best stuff is both accessible and exactly exactly. To me, that's the recipe. It is. It is. You don't want to be obtuse. I mean, some people really like like books where they feel. Like, they don't know what's going on. Like, that's right, the right. fun of it. That's really? how I... Um, that's I think that's I, a little... Injection,
2: yeah. that's how I felt reading that. Mm-hmm. And, I, you
0: know, I didn't really have an interest in
2: continue. I read the first trade, and I'm like, you know, this is good. But this one, it's just... It's got all the like, characterization there. The art is phenomenal. Um, really crisp dialogue. Um, it's just got everything... I mean, if you're looking for a really gritty read... It, it's different from my other ones, because the other ones have some humor in them and all that. This one is pretty much all on
1: dark, brutal... Awesome. Um, but, yeah, I love it. It's one I, I had seen some rumblings about, sure. but I would like to check it out. I was going yeah, to wait for
2: the trade, but I heard such good things about it, and I finally found a second printing of the first what a 60-page
1: issue. issue. That's that's like a tree. It basically, it was
2: like a mini graphic novel, yeah. The other two were normal, you know, like 30 pages, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, And it's
0: baller as hell. Oh, yes. Awesome. Yes.
1: All right, uh, Rich, you're number two. On my
0: back. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, when are we going to get to? Are we doing any? We're doing a, a
1: disappointment, right? I mean, we can, yeah. I, I think we like should do at least one, one disappointment. Yeah. We can disappointments or mentions.
0: Okay. This. Yeah, we'll do
1: that all together and then okay. do our number ones.
0: Okay, cool. Um, so I am going to say. Um, boy, that's a, that's a tough call. I'm going
1: to go with uh, Bitch Planet. <laughs> uh, for my number two. All right, um, uh-huh. this would be also one I would have liked to have gotten to. Yeah, yeah. Sam, I, uh, like, I, I am gonna buy it soon. I
0: Bitch mean, Planet is amazing. Yeah, I yeah. mean the the book is phenomenal. It's like it's like the unrated, explicit, hardcore. Orange is the new black. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it's it's about a prison planet. Um, it's about women and uh, you know uh, the injustice that they face right. and the the strength they have against all odds and and, and in the face of no hope. Um, And uh, it's it's just awesome. It's Uh twisty and turny. It's sci-fi, brilliantly done sci-fi. When I saw this book, I thought it was going to be a lot campier than it is. It's campy. Don't get me wrong. It's a campy book. It's called Bitch Planet. It's very, like... Planet Terror or you know, they like, cover
2: what what's the phrase, are you woman enough?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. are you no compl- non compliant? I yeah, mean yeah, yeah. it's it's very much, you know, Jackie Brown or, you know, yeah. Kill Bill vibe ish. Sure. But not as much as I thought it was gonna be. I thought sure. it was really gonna be over the top with those with those ideas, but instead it's a lot it's a lot grittier and a lot more story based and character based and just really good storytelling. Sure, sure. And uh for those reasons and, and just for the fact that it will blow your mind. When sure. you start reading it, it's just like holy shit, that's just blew my fucking
1: mind. Um, so for those reasons, number two, Bitch Planet. Nice. Cool, yeah, that really is one where it's just a case of it. I don't know why I haven't gotten that oh, yeah. I don't either, yeah. man. Uh, but it's on my list. Uh, for me, my number two is one of the... It, it's the only book I did buy in issues this year. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. and that's The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Awesome. Uh, yeah, awesome. yeah. Uh, yeah. I have always had just a weird affinity for the character. Okay. What uh, is it that did that? I don't know, just the way, you know, when I first met really her. Confused.
0: Well, no, but no, but wait, I was hearing about him and Squirrel Girl way before this new series. Okay. Okay. So I don't about know. Girl.
1: Just just the lo- the goofiness of the character and that that's always kind of been the point of the character is how goofy she is and how like unstoppable um, she is, like, Yeah. she like kills she's, unkillable shit. She is yeah, before this series she had, you know, Doctor Doom, Thanos, M.O.D.O.K. under her bit list of victories. Um, and I don't know, Just I like the design, I like the concept. I found it just funny that when Brian Michael Bendis wrote her, she was uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage's babysitter and lived at Avengers Mansion doing that. And I don't know, I was just very excited for this book and it ended up being one of the funniest books of the year. Ryan North uh, and Erica Henderson are doing a great job on it. They've given her you know, more, just, just the way she fights crime, and how she talks villains out of doing stuff, or presents these weird alternatives to beating them, and how she uses squirrels, it's just so much fun, and the, the little, the thing that really sells it is most pages have this little, like, line of dialogue or text from the writer under each page, with just sort of like a second joke that's there, because why not have more jokes at the bottom of the pages, um, the development of her friends, uh, Nancy Whitehead as a roommate, then the superheroes Chipmunk, Hunk, and Koi Boy that have become, like, her traveling buddies. Um, I haven't read, obviously, some of the more recent stuff, just because I, I did fall off of issues towards the end of the year fully. Right, right. Um, but I'm always excited when a trade comes out. I don't even care. Like, I bought the first trade, even though I'd read all the issues. I have the second trade. They're very small trades, but yeah. they're just... Each issue so packed full of content and jokes sure. and panels, yeah. and I, I'm just... Uh, always enamored when a new trade comes out or when I get a new issue, um, and I just love Squirrel Girl. I don't know why. <laughs> I kind of uh, felt
2: that way about Howard the Duck. Like, I mean, I only read like, the first few issues, but it was like that kind of just really fun, entertaining, um, you know, Chips to Dark, excuse, writing it, and yeah. it's, I love fun ones. Like yeah, that, and
1: it makes know? sense, given that they're going to be crossing over this sure, year. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those series, much like Howard the Duck, that had two number ones last yep, year. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. But it's just great to see the character raising to such prominence. And it makes me excited that maybe, you know, I, that would be my number one pick. They're talking there's a second half hour comedy in development at ABC right now, other than Damage Control. and okay. like, it'd be awesome if that were Squirrel Girl.
0: Really, they're going to do two half hour comedies where they don't even
1: know if one will work? Yeah. That's, that's bold. Um, or, or James Gunn said he would like to direct a Squirrel Girl movie. Oh so I'd be fine with that, that, that be too. Awesome. Let me just say this. <laughs>
0: The whole world in general, the creative world, is way too focused on repeating success of the past. Sure. So far too focused. It's going to come to the point, before superhero shows like lose their luster, it's going to get to the point where like every second show is a superhero show. They're going to overdo it. As long as they can overdo it, until the point where superhero shows the last thing you ever want to fucking see. Maybe not you, Jordan. Uh, that may never oh, I happen. Mean,
2: I'm, you know, I feel that way almost watch superhero movies more. So just, you know. Yeah,
0: but it's, yeah. it's happening with TV, yeah. though. You heard All the slate of Marvel shows. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's ludicrous. It's uh, there aren't that many shows on network television, right, right. like, and it's like they're all fucking Marvel shows anymore. Anyway, right, right. It's just, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's an exaggeration right now. I'm not. But check that. back in two years. All I'm not. DC that. shows, right? And then, but check back in two years and you'll see like. I mean, there's
1: six on, shows based on DC properties. I'm right?
2: behind on Arrow because I'm I'm trying to get to, not because I dislike Arrow. It's just because there's so many right now, and I've got a Supergirl yet. I'm busy with Flash and. Legends of tomorrow. I don't have the time to commit to four DC shows at the same time. And neither are
1: anybody. A lot of people yeah. going to be, and then next you thing you know, well, I get paid to review them. Yeah. but yeah, I the would same. be watching them. Besides, the
0: I, I, yeah, I write, but I don't get paid. So, yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, but that's my number two. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's all our number twos, I think. So now, uh, disappointing. I guess if you have one, Kevin. Disappointments and then uh, honorable mentions. Yeah, too. yeah. Go ahead. and right, do it. Get... You can throw everything out. Disappointments.
2: Um, I mean, I kind of avoided the ones I knew were gonna <laughs> like. I mean, I, jo- I haven't really. I stopped collecting Justice League a while ago just because they were at the forefront of all the crazy crossovers that I couldn't really follow, so I haven't really followed them in a while. Um, I Probably Injection would be, like... And I don't really want to bash this book because there's a lot of great stuff in it, um, and it, I think the writing itself is solid. It's just, plot-wise, it really is, like... Or really obtuse. Yeah, it is. It, we're in, it's like we're not trying to, like, mesh every genre together and try to do all these things. I mean, the world-building is fantastic, and the art is amazing, Um, but I read the first trade and, you know, I got to the end of it and I'm like, okay, there's some good concepts in here, but I still don't know what's going on. And I don't really want to feel that way about it. But If it's in a first issue, that's fine. But by the end of that entire first arc, it was like, I still don't understand what's going on here. So that was a little underwhelming. Honorable mentions, um, Huck was very close to my top three, um, as book has been fantastic since three issues in also, um. But I, I love that Mark Millar is kind of drifting away from the more cynical stuff he's done in the past and is now he's basically writing love letters to, like, the Flash Gordon stories of his childhood because he did that with Starlight. Huck is basically all the Spielberg films of the 70s and 80s, you know, um, and it's got a Forrest Gump-like character That's uh, awesome. before carrying it. Um, extremely well written. The art by Raphael Alperky is fantastic. Um... So that one I'm thoroughly enjoying. I love Marvel Star Wars so far. I know that that's something as a big Star Wars fan I was coming in, you know, kind of worried about, you know. But I think it's exciting that they finally canonized everything. Um, and they've put out several great books. I mean, the main series by Jason Aaron is great. Um, Vader is br- br- has been ranked as the best. Um, Lando, I read the, the first issue wasn't that underwhelming. But then I just started Obi-Wan and Anakin also by Charles Soule which just started in 2016 this year. That I really loved. Um, So, you know, so those are definitely my mentions. Um, And Batman is still great. You know, I was, like I said, I was skeptical about Gordon taking over the reins, but
0: I think it's worked really well. Awesome. Um, So, I... What book
1: do you specifically want to bash? uh, Drifter.
0: (laughs) Drifter. Uh, Thank you for the lead up on that one.
1: Well, you you specifically were like, we're doing a a spoiler, We usually do,
0: yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Drifter is a book that is by a guy that I am dying to like. Uh, his name is Ivan Brandon, <laughs> and he Brandon, writes okay. comic books. He made a series called... Co-
2: what? Co- what company publishes this? Image. Image. image he
0: made a book called Viking a while ago. Okay. It was like breaking... It was, this was right when I was getting into comics in a huge way. It, and it broke all the molds. It was an image book, but instead of being normal size, like he went outside of the country... And like overseas, and found a printer. This is before Image was as free as it is now. Back then, you had to kind of work within some guidelines to where you got your books printed and stuff. So he went outside, found his own printer because he wanted to do in his own format for Viking. So even so, now it's like I'm putting my hands up to show you, but it's like every issue was oversized, but they were All like right. three fifty still. Okay. The art was really cool. Mm-hmm. The book was fucking obtuse. It yeah. was much like Warren Ellis that you're talking about. Yeah, it was yeah. like, "What's that? Yeah. Oh, you don't want me to know who that is on purpose, right, so I right. feel confused." That's lame. You not jump mean? around timelines. It oh, oh, jumps yeah, around yeah. All, like where you're, where you are. Right. Like right. it's like you're in the room all of a sudden with this person. That it's like somebody's saying something over here uh-huh. and referring to people like it's. It's hard. Is in the right place. Sure, sure. I get what he's going for. He's going sure. for a naturalistic way sure where it's sure. like they don't say things like you're the chief of police yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, why yeah. you should arrest him right you know rather than saying arrest him damn it you know what yeah, i mean yeah. so it was that, that naturalistic non you know not not putting out all the 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 narrative right. you know in, forcing it into the writing but it just i wanted to like that book so much more than i liked it i liked it okay it was yeah. a good book to this day when we go to edward mckay to look at comics you, the, the hardcover is like this fucking big and you have to go to the special oversized hardcover section because like he made that stand whatever that's cool his new book is called Drifter um, it is about a dude it, lo- it looks just like all my favorite books it's about a dude in space um, doesn't know how he landed there and it's sci-fi as hell and it's like all these really cool characters a uh, little bit of a western space opera kind of vibe Nothing but, like, he has no idea where he is. He doesn't remember what happened. He doesn't even know his identity, really. He thinks he does, but maybe he doesn't. And it's, like, I love that. It's, like, going to be twists and turns in every ep- issue. So I, I, like, got, like... I didn't get any of the issues, but I saw it, and I was, like, this is, like, my book. I can't wait. I was reading the um, previews in Image book, in the image... Uh, not in, in um, You know, the previews that comes out every month. And I was looking at the different issues, and it was, like, issue five. Um, he, uh, the main character um makes a discovery that changes everything he knows about the planet Eros and his life will never be the same. Uh-huh. And I was like, awesome! I can't wait for that reveal. Uh-huh. So I go through the so so then I go to this is how much build up there was. Then I go to the comic convention heroes and Ivan Brandon's talking and he has this like vibe with the five people in the audience that have read it. Where he's all like, uh, where he's like, well, you guys know that we totally changed everything after the fifth issue. He's like, once you're done reading Drifter, you'll know what I mean. And blah 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 blah. Well, I finished Drifter, and I have no idea what he means. There is, it doesn't make. He finds like some fucking bunch of gravestones, and I mean, I'm, and they and the names are supposed to have significance, and I don't fucking get it. It's like I, I I'm gonna lend this to you so you can read it and tell me why if I'm crazy. Because, like, I don't fucking get it. I mean, I kind of get it. It's slightly significant, maybe, in one way. It's like, really? It's just obtuse to be fucking obtuse. And it's like, there are certain books out there. Look, the ends don't always have to... The means don't always have to be justified by the end. You know, Lost can still be a great show, even if the ending wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But it would have been better, and every episode would have been better if, there if, was if I liked the ending. If there was a satisfying conclusion. Right. Uh, in my, to me, a lot of people I are agree. satisfied. I agree.
1: I liked Lost. Its, it's ending.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people didn't. Um... The same thing with the same thing with certain books, you know. It's I know we have time issue, um, but the same thing with certain books, right? You know, you you get to the ending and it's like, oh, it would have been so awesome if they'd stuck that landing, but they didn't stick it. And so anyway, they're still going on, and I'll probably still read it. You know, I, I just I want to know what's happening, but so far I'm very disappointed by that book. Batman Endgame is my one of my less favorite arcs in. Okay. Um, in, in the Batman run, because it that wasn't Batman as runs, good as Death of the Family, right? And it wasn't as good as Owls for me, yeah. but, but that's just me. So yeah. I was a little disappointed, but it was setting stuff up. And the thing about me is, like, I really wanted to understand like how the Joker like made himself throughout history. Yeah, yeah they don't yeah. really explain sure, that, sure. They, it's just not really paid off again. Payout, sure. payoff, pay sure. Um, Roche Limit is another book that I don't know if that was 2014, I think it came, out, I think I read it in 2015. But Roast Limit—that's a book that came out that I really wanted to be better than it was. You
1: read it; you couldn't get through it, right? That was my disappointment because it, the last two issues came out in 2015. So I was like, "Screw it!" That's the only book I remember reading this year. I was just like, "No, hard no" on it. Yeah, it's just so. the cover's gorgeous, the art's cool, the 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 idea is cool, but
0: it just it just doesn't hit. It just doesn't take off. Although I'll still probably read the next Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my honorable mention uh, is the Fade Out. Um, I almost made my, my cut, um, but I need to read more before I can really,
1: you know, put it on the top list. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Sure. Uh, for me, my disappointment, like I said, Roche Limit, uh, it's the book this year where I was just like, I couldn't get into it. It was way too obtuse, um, I felt like as I was reading it. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions, uh, And you also, there were no likable characters for you, I think Yeah, it no, no. Uh, honorable mentions, I've got... Only one issue... There are a couple of books where only like one or two issues came out, so I didn't feel right putting them on the full list. But Trees, Volume 1, I read by Warren Ellis, and I really liked that. Uh, mm-hmm. At the time, because I'd only seen the pilot, I called it uh, Sense8 Done Right. Now I would, <laughs> I'm would. i a big proponent of Sensate I think mm-hmm. it's one of the better shows that premiered last year. Uh, but Trees had a, that sort of feel, that worldwide, global mm-hmm. perspective, uh, a look at transgender characters, mm-hmm. uh, just a lot of the things I liked in sense and Trees both. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wicked and the Divine, which I just yeah, read the issues that came out this year uh, with the third trade. I'm surprised that's not your number one, really. Yeah, uh, I really liked Volume 3 a lot, and it, it was very close to my Not list. as much as 2, though. Well, it, it was a very different experimental trade, and it's hard to talk about why without okay. you know Got spoiling it. Volume 2. Uh, so I enjoyed that. Um, Southern Bastards. Yes. That, that's that was not, very not
2: Oh, I forgot to put it on, but yeah, that is. Volume. Very wait. Close. So you read volume two? Volume two. Yeah. Yes. That, two. And that was my even better than the first one.
1: Um. Yeah. And I'm looking forward which to volume three. To which yeah. It is. Isn't too too far out. Yeah. No. Thing. Uh. And lastly, Ivar Time Walker. Just because. Mm, yeah. Uh. The third trade is the last trade, and it's coming soon. And I want to see if they stick the landing. But I really have enjoyed just those the the characters. Um. If you like I Archer and Armstrong, mm-hmm. it very much picks up with that the family with sure, Ivar sure. instead of uh Armstrong. Okay. Cool. But it's very much a continuation of his run on that. Cool. Uh, so that would be my honorable mention. So number one, Kevin. Okay. So my number one doesn't
2: really need any justification because it's the number one side <laughs> book like everywhere. Um, is Saga. Um, so I don't think who it's writes terrible. that. Yeah, I, I, some guy named Brian K. Vaughn. BTV. Know, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so my main reason for this is like um, the volume five came out. This year, and really four and five are probably my favorites out of the. I read them in trades. They're, those two arcs are probably my favorites so far. Um, I love just That's how awesome. it, yeah, because I mean, it's always had like a satirical element um, in the beginning, from the beginning too. But I think even more so in the latter ones, It explore like the first it, in the it, when it started, it was more just interested in looking at um, themes of relationship and, of course, the big sci-fi fantasy epic uh, scope of it. But by four and five, it was doing things like satirizing show business and um, more politics, and um, there's a character named how was it, Dango, I'm, I'm trying to because it sounds like Django, but uh, I'm drawing a blank on that name, but um, who is from Princess, Prince Robot the Fourth Planet, and is is this revolutionary. Um, I loved what he did with them. Um, I just love where the story is going. I mean, need I say anything about the art? I mean, it's, it's Saga. It's saga. Um, right? Yeah, so... There's not really much to be said about, it, just other than, I mean, it's still. That's are, there ongoing. Things
0: that, yeah. are there things that happen in that book where you're like, ooh, as much as I love this series, I wish that hadn't happened, like characters dying or shit um, going
2: down? To an extent, yes. Like, uh, there. But, well, you know, there was a big character just in the first volume of Bounty Hunter that dies, but um, that reappears, though,
0: in. Or, I wasn't asking for specifics. Stuff. I was just wondering, like, overall. I mean. Case, or you like, always like the decisions he makes. That's what I'm. I tend
2: to, say. to like them more. Like I mean, to, if we're going because you know, in terms of comparing to like Game of Thrones, like Game of Thrones, I think there are deaths that are unnecessary. You know, I think if Ron kills off character in saga, I think it's. I mean, it fits the story. Um, so I really haven't been. You know, you're very happy with um, his, his. I mean, it's his, his own. Choices, yeah, yeah, that's yeah what I, mean. I am. Yeah, and I, I mean, like once he set going. up
0: this world that people are so invested sure, in and sure. so love. Oftentimes. You'll have the creator. It's kind of like Lucas doing the prequels, right? You know right, what I mean. It's right. like you're the creator. This is your baby. Sure, sure. But I don't like what you did with it. <laughs> really, if
2: anything, um, the two main characters they've progressed since then, but in, especially in the earlier um, story arcs, they were the more uninteresting characters. And that, like, I loved Prince Robot the Force from the beginning. I loved yeah. the Will. Um, Marco and Alana were a little more bland, in, by comparison, and then they get and more then story. they get what you they do more with them as the story progresses. Awesome. So yeah,
0: it's just it sounds like a great
2: series. It is, awesome. yeah.
1: yeah. I'm I'm excited to check that out again because I do the hardcovers. Okay, so you do that. I have so he's waits. doing the epic. So like, rating. but volume two will probably be out before the end of the year. Do they do what like the equivalent of like three trades? three trades? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So volume two will probably be out by the end of the year, I imagine, because volume 6's okay. is, issues are probably be out all by May. So a yeah, trade like two that. months after that, I would imagine. And then they okay, like yeah.
0: doing Christmas for the hardcover if they can. Yeah, so Fair. I'm sure that'll roll out around cool. then. Nice, cool, Rich. Um, all right, so Your number uh, one, my number one is not going to be surprising to anybody here. Um, it is the Fuse. Um, I love this thing. Uh, it is to me, it's the comic book that if I had to go into my brain and say, what comic book do I want? To be written for me right this minute it would be the fuse i like everything about it i like every character in it i you love want to go to Space anthony Comps.
1: johnson's house and watch him
0: work I, I love it i love everything about him i like the way he works i like his writing uh I, I just started umbral i like that i just love that dude i want to read wasteland because he rocks i mean a lot he's of just, that to read yeah there's a lot of that to read that's for sure and a lot of like lore to get into there which it wasn't in black and white but we don't we can't have everything we want in life um but I mean, the fuses. I mean, it's 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 space detectives. So I used to say space cops, space police. No, no, no. It's space detectives that I love. Cool. I want you to solve a case, and I want you to use clues and deduce, and work with like all the different people, and like learn about the different cultures, and like really dig into stuff. But with under the guise of or the the you know, oftentimes detective stories, it's 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 a red herring. It's a, not a red herring. It's a, a MacGuffin, right? Sure, sure. You know, it's like the, the mystery doesn't really matter, but. You want to know who killed the person, and you're going to find out by the end. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. That's I love that. It doesn't have to be like oh my god, and it's but it now it's even better. It's even more elevated when the mystery illu- itself illuminates the characters in it, mm-hmm. or illuminates like the political state of affairs on the planet. And this book does that. Also, I mean, it's just it's just so phenomenal. I've gone on and on about this book, but I just love it. It continues to be great. I love the second arc. Um, yeah. All right.
1: Um, so, I guess that leaves me. And, and I,
0: I have a guess on this one, but... Um, well,
1: I, I gave it away a little, because I said my number one is actually two books. Yeah, And yeah. Okay. I feel like it would be unfair to split them, just because, uh, while they are from different creative teams, they very much tie together, and uh, I, I just, I love Star Wars and Star Wars Darth Vader. Okay. Um, I tried to help, yeah. help help
0: you from accidentally asking about it earlier.
1: You were you were just like, have you read the Star
0: Wars books? Uh, and yeah, I was like, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, that's going to yeah. be as big. Uh,
1: I got, I have read... I mean,
0: let's thought, oh, let's,
1: I've read the first twelve issues of both series right. now. They're both in trades, so four trades total. Right, and they each do something different, but both of them feel very Star Wars. Yeah, uh, Jason Aaron nails yes. making those books feel yes. like the movies. To just and a especially story.
2: having the crawl come at the end of each. Like in the trades, does it do the crawl in each before each issue, or just at the beginning? Just at the beginning. Okay, yeah, that makes but sense. But the wow. first
1: trade is very much like it opens. It has the first page is a long time ago in a galaxy right. far, far right. away. Then you flip and it's a two parade spread of Star yep. Wars. Yeah. And then the crawl. And then you just go into the issue. and... It's just. It's it, captured
2: Lucas's voice so well. There's the characters. That, I mean. You know, he really like, has. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. the first volume feels like a natural extension of the world. Right. It gives you all of these beats and lets you re see the characters. Volume two was even better. It felt like Empire in its structure of yes. splitting the teams yes. up and having a big showdown at the inn. And. You know, Luke search for the Jedi Temple and all this. Stuff yeah, and going the on. issues that show like Obi Wan while he's yeah, on like Tatooine. Right. What's the time period here? Uh, it's right after I mean, the first movie. Yeah, or like well, where... New Hope. It's right after a New Hope. Uh, between new that hope and Empire. Empire, and it's all about that period and expanding the characters. Um, How do you do that? Well, I know. You, I don't know. <laughs> he's a wizard. <laughs> He really is. I mean, that's a master class in how to do
2: something really like, fucking And especially tough. the Vader one, because it's writing Vader as a protagonist. <laughs> like... With
1: a team, you said, right? <laughs> yeah, what's great about Vader is it doesn't follow the stand It can't really follow the standard Star Wars, because right. it is so much just Vader's point of view. But what they do is, uh, it shows what a lot of fiction over the years has, that Vader doesn't fully agree with the Emperor and sure. kind of oh, break There's out a on his own. there. Yeah, and then it's got people working for the Emperor kind of investigating Vader... But then Vader puts his own team together. Essentially, he puts together a dark version of all of the classic Star Wars crew. Oh, He's absolutely. got his two droids. He's got a female that kicks ass. He's got Boba Fett sounds and, awesome. and this black-furred Wookiee as like Han and Chewie. And a
2: certain character from Han's past, too, is revealed, so which I won't not spoil mm-hmm. for it. Yeah.
1: Um, um, but I'm loving it. I love Aphra. She is a yeah. great character as like Darth Vader's... Right hand, mm-hmm. who is sort of like books clever enough so good. to yeah, not get is. killed there by is. Darth Vader, which is a is a trick, right? Um, and I don't know, just both books together. I'm so excited about Star Wars again, and I'm very much looking forward to the Dart the Vader Down crossover yes, trade because yep. that only yep. is about a week away, or yeah, not a week, a month away, right? Um, but just it it feels like Star Wars in it, a big way. Oh, huge. Um, and yeah, I'm just very, very happy with uh, everything that's come out of Marvel so far. I'd like to read more of those side series, but... Poe Dameron comes out. Yeah, Poe right Dameron's there. coming out. But yeah, I highly recommend the Obi-Wan and Anakin. And, and when you throw in Wicked and Divine and Southern Bastards for each of the writers, like Kieran Gillen and Jason Aaron both had great years sure. as creators, so... I th- Jason Aaron was
2: voted as the top writer at 2015. That's not Monkeon. surprising. And it. it's, I mean, Well earned. He's writing five books. He's got Star Wars... Southern Bastards, Goddamned, um, Doctor Strange and Thor.
1: Yeah, and they're all well received. and yeah, major.
2: it's another image
0: book.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fairly recent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that would be rich, I, I guess. Take us home because that is our top. Yeah, top books. yeah. That's
0: that's our top book. So um, that uh, that only leaves gaming. Um, so our gaming podcast will be coming up soon. Uh, can't wait to talk about the year 2015 in games. Uh, what's really good that we are doing it a little bit later is the fact that we've had a chance to play a lot of the games that we wanted to play in 2015. And often when we do it beginning of January, end of December, we haven't played them yet. So that I think, especially in
1: your case, there's some stuff you've played since, right? Yeah, I always make a point when we're going to record to play a lot more of those games, uh, so...
0: It's gonna be, We uh, ended up
1: not recording when we wanted to, but that episode won't follow, hopefully, too, too far behind. No, that's
0: that's that's coming soon. Uh, we're going to get into a nice groove here uh, in the next uh, couple weeks, hopefully. and uh, We'll in- also probably have a MAGFest episode coming right. up because that's coming up for us.
2: Also, but, quick mention um, for any North Carolina listeners out there, Oak City Comic Con is coming up in April 16th. Um, this is a one-day Saturday show it will take place at the Raleigh Convention Center, so yeah. just wanted to throw it out
1: there. That'll be a really great time. We'll all be there if you'd like to see us. Yep. We'll talk about the show after. Uh, but yeah, we're, we had a great time talking comics, and we hopefully s- won't be too long till gaming.
0: Yeah, and, and not too long until we're talking comics again. Awesome. On that note, I'm Rich Laporte, Jordan Alseca. Kevin Schaefer. See you soon.